Welcome to Friends in Prison. I'm Claire Aronson, and I have 29 friends in prison. Today I have good news and bad news. So which one do you want first? Um, maybe we will start with the good news. Um, I will go ahead and read you my postcard from Misty now that you're all jazzed up and ready to hear it. Claire Bear, I made it. I made parole. We did it, friend, and I couldn't have made it through this without you. Thank you. So long as COVID doesn't shut down our classes, I should be out on December 22nd. Yeehaw! LOL. Feeling so blessed. God sure is good to me. And especially because he blessed me with a friend like you. Okay, I'll write again soon. Just had to tell you the good news. Love, Misty. Now, you can see my friend Misty is very succinct. I think that uh, my husband Nico would love being friends with her. She gets right to the point. So I did write a letter of support for Misty. Maybe you remember I talked about that before. But I will say that I don't know a lot of the details about Misty. That being said, it's certainly possible that all of those details exist and I don't know about them because she's been writing me postcards. So the details that I'm curious about are where she's going to live and uh, what her plans are for getting a job, the things that she has accomplished while she's been in prison. But there are other details that I don't know also, like her history. Is this her first time in prison? Those types of things. Because a lot of times we will talk about day-to-day -day things rather than her case and why she's in prison. So I'm super excited for Misty. I think that she is going to be very successful. And the, the reason that I want to put all of that out there is because of the bad news. The bad news comes from my friend Daniel, whose parole did not get approved. And oh, the reason I'm so heartbroken about it is because I really believed that he was going to get approved. I felt like he had done everything that I would do if I was preparing to see a parole board. So he's got a uh, residence prepared. His mother is supportive. He's going to move in with his mom. He's been getting certification. Um, he's living on a faith-based dorm and he really liked it there. But he had an opportunity to move to a different dorm and get a job where he would work outside of the prison grounds. And he said, you know, I don't like change. I like the people that I'm here with. I like my my job working the sound in the chapel. I really like um, my routine. It is unnerving thinking about moving to a different part of the prison and getting a different job. And I totally understand that. And I was really hoping that he would take that chance because I don't know. <laughs> You're going to be shocked to hear this. I don't know a lot about um, being in prison. But I feel like if they let you leave on a day-to-day -day basis to go do your job, that's one step closer to them letting you leave permanently. And he did take that chance. He did take the other job working in the warehouse. And so now he is leaving the grounds on a daily basis. He's also getting certified in things like driving a forklift and, and different skills at the warehouse, which I think are going to serve him well when he is released from prison. Also, he had a lawyer for the parole hearing. I don't know how important it is to have a lawyer, but I feel like it, it just lends you credibility. I think standing in front of the parole board 
when you have a professional who's willing to um, talk about the law with you and, and the very specifics of why it's time for you to be released, I just feel like that is going to make you look good in front of the parole board. And I, here, let me share it to you in his own words. Claire, hey, what's up, CB? How are you? I'm doing okay, I guess. I'm sitting in my cage and thought I would get a letter out to you. I've been working a lot lately and going to the chapel every chance I get to escape the reality of my life. Things are okay, I suppose. Thank you for your letters and the pictures. They keep me, you keep me going. I was wondering if you could do me a huge favor and look at my WAP page and see when it expires. They have not sent me anything to tell me, but I feel like it's close to the date and I don't want to lose my page again. I lost it last time due to not having enough money on time to pay it. Speaking of WAP, I got a new hit not too long ago. Now, just to remind those of you who might be new or don't remember, WAP is Write a Prisoner, and that's the pen pal website where I met Daniel. Um, it's a free resource for those of you who are suddenly interested in finding your own pen pal, writeaprisoner.com. Go check it out. Uh, you can stop the podcast and do it now or finish listening and check it out when you're all done. Um, I got a new hit not too long ago. She seems really cool and lives in Utah. I really enjoy talking to her. And she actually makes me feel like there could be a possibility of finding someone out there that really understands me. Hard to explain what I mean, though. I mean, she's seen a lot of the world that I lived in and walked away from it. That is rare. I'm really glad that you, that everything is going well with you. Hmm. Willard Scott, I'm drawing a blank here. Who is that? You said that he died. I did, yes. Was I the only one who was watching the Today Show in the 80s? All right, so yes, um, RIP to Willard Scott. Our, our news, when we go back and forth to prison, gets a little bit delayed. So I'm sure many of you heard that news long, long ago. The warehouse that I work in supplies all the stuff that goes to TDCJ. I work in the food service department, so everything that's going to the unit so far as dry goods is, is what I have to put on the pallets and then load into the trucks. I run all sorts of equipment and will get a certification for driving forklifts and stuff like that. I told you that already. It's a good job to prepare you for the free world, but honestly, after getting a set off, I don't care to be there anymore. I feel like it's just slave labor, and they don't give a crap about us. This unit has zero benefits to being an S2. Most units have a trustee camp, or at least dorms. Not here. How is your toe now all healed up? Um, just so you guys know, I broke my toe, and it is doing much better. I, uh, I can't wear high heels yet, but I guess that's not a lot to complain about. Try not to break anything again or hurt yourself for a while. <laughs> I'm the one to speak. I actually had my arm hurting not too long ago, and then I hurt my back. It took like two weeks for my back to get back to normal. I have to be more careful. So you want to know the kicker about anything getting about anything here getting hurt? No matter how you hurt yourself, if you report it, then you get a case for unsafe act. Even if it's not your fault, fall out of your bunk in your sleep, and you're wrote up for unsafe act. But if you don't report an injury and then they find out that you're hurt, you get wrote up for failure to report an injury. This place is so crooked. I even heard the other day that the rank here hates me and thinks that I will be the next one to bring in drugs. I'm pretty sure that most of the rank in here couldn't even 
pick me out walking down the run. Why do they think I would do something so stupid? I don't do drugs. I don't mess with people in here that do drugs. It makes no sense. I was really bothered by this for a while. But then I thought about it. There's nothing I can do. What am I going to do to try to make them like me? Nothing. So screw them. I have another letter here that I need to respond to as well. Yes, I work the sound cart in the chapel. We have Catholic services on Saturday morning spot, then Christian worship at 1230. And after that, we have Jewish services. It's, uh, it's called something that I don't know how to spell. Sunday, we have another Christian service in the morning and then Spanish services after that. We will soon have the Church of Christ service at the end of the day on Sunday, but right now they're sitting out. We also have coming up Tuesday prayer and share at night. Oh, prayer and share. I'm there for mentorship on Thursday afternoons and praise team on Friday afternoons as well. So yeah, I'm there all the time when I'm not at work. Eek. I got denied parole. I forgot to tell you. I was really bummed out, so I didn't write to anyone for a few days. Thank you for sending the letter of support. I will see the parole again next August. I feel like I should have gotten a different parole boy lawyer, but I don't have the money to hire anyone else. Anyway, I hope this finds you doing well. I'm trying to get caught back up, so I'm going to cut this short. I will write again soon. Mom is okay, by the way. Your friend, Daniel. So, I'm, I'm sure, obviously, that he feels exactly the same way. That he did everything he was supposed to do, and there was no explanation. There's no, you know, he, he was getting the certificates that he was supposed to be getting. And, in fact, I think I had another letter from him that said that he was denied because because he wasn't making enough progress, and yet he had all of this evidence of the progress that they are talking about. Also, I will tell you, this is not Daniel's first time in prison. He has made no secret about that. I believe this is his third trip to prison, and for um, addiction problems with drugs. So, I'm curious if this is what the parole board is looking at. Are they saying, hey, you have been in prison, you have been released, and you have continued to break this same specific law. Maybe you need more time. You're doing so well in here. Maybe there is some logic to the denial of his parole. Also, it seems like he goes back and forth in his letter he says that the, the guards don't like him, they don't trust him, they think he's going to bring drugs in, but then he also says they couldn't pick him out of all the rest of the people on the run. So I wonder if it's possible that the guards don't know who he is, or is it possible that there's something completely different, that they have a positive reaction to him, like I do. So uh, just a couple weeks ago, I responded to my friend Daniel's very sad news that his parole was denied. I will also say that it's very sad because um, Daniel's relationship with his mom reminds me of me with my mom, and he wants to spend time with her and take care of her. And so I think that that makes it hit home even a little bit more for me that his parole was denied for an entire year. So I digress. Daniel, no, I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. This is just awful. Oh, 
I'm so sorry. I know. I know. I said that already. I don't know what else to say. I was just so sure that you were on the right track with your new job. It just seems like uh, they were loosening the parameters and easing you into parole. What a blow. I find oh, that I am more anxious than I used to be. Maybe it comes with age. Yesterday, I was driving the carpool home in the rain. I have to drive over the causeways, which are just low bridges over the river. They have high rails on the sides, and though the rain was really pouring down, there were no high winds. Still, I was scared of falling off the causeway. I just keep my eyes ahead and made my way across. I didn't want the kids to know that I was nervous. They did not look nervous at all. I looked at the weather, and there's a 60% chance of thunderstorms this afternoon, too. I wonder if this is what it's like for you. You just have to keep your eyes forward and keep making progress. The kids and I went indoor rock climbing this weekend. The boys' scouting troop had a lock-in Friday night, and the girls went Saturday night. I chaperoned both nights, but I only paid to climb with the girls. Later, I found out that there were only 12 boys, and we had to pay for 15 because that's the minimum for a lock-in. Well, shoot, I should have climbed that night, too. It was $40 per person. Anyway, the boys stayed up until 2 a.m., there's this little workout gym, and you have to be with an adult to use the gym, so two or three boys asked if I would go in there with them. Okay. Suddenly, there were ten boys competing to see who could lift the most weight, adding 25-pound weights onto the barbells, and not knowing how to put the clips on the end to hold the weights. Oh my goodness. <sighs> I was stressing out. Another boy was trying to see if he could run on the treadmill at 10 miles per hour. Luckily, no one got hurt. And... There was one boy who lost his balance a little and started to drop the barbell. I caught it, and another boy, who could have taken this opportunity to make fun of his fellow scout, said, Next time you want to lift it, just give me the signal. I'll spot you. Luckily, I saw his mom coming to pick him up because I wanted to tell her how nice it was to have him in the troop. We had an auto belay to let us down when we reached the top of the wall. You just clip your harness into the rope, climb the wall, and then jump backwards so it slowly lowers you to the ground. I watched other people do it, and by other people, I mean 11 and 12-year-olds, and I climbed up. It wasn't even that high, because I was in the kids' section, but I chickened out at the top and climbed back down. So I climbed up four feet and then let go. I climbed up eight feet and then let go. I continued this until I built up the courage to climb to the top. It was actually really fun falling backwards. It was a good workout, too. John loved it. He's already asking when we can go back. Okay, so Oscar's school obviously didn't think he was going to catch COVID from his third exposure. Here's the proof. His teachers sent home only two days of work. After two days and the weekend, he could get tested, and if the test was negative, he could return to school Monday. And the clinic suggested that I drive two and a half hours from my house to the clinic next to his school by 7 a.m. Monday morning, get him tested, email them the negative results, and drive him to school by 8 a.m. Um, so you don't think he'll be positive and I'll have to turn around and drive him all the way home two and a half hours? He had no symptoms, so I did just that. Almost. I got him to the clinic by 9 a.m. They were super efficient and said they'd text and email the results in 15 to 30 minutes. I used that time to drive from the clinic to the school. When I got to the school, I had an email. I skimmed it, and what jumps out at me? COVID SARS detected. <sighs> Luckily, it was a column, and right above detected was 
not. Okay. I stopped at the clinic, made sure that they had the email, and took him to his classroom. <sighs> I'm so upset about your parole decision. I was so sure you were getting good news. When can you see the board again? August? Will you have to pay for the lawyer again? Was there any advice about what to do between now and then? Okay, okay. You certainly need to make the best of this news. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't give in to the stress and don't stress about mom. You don't want to waste your energy worrying about something you can't prevent, but that probably won't happen anyway. I am so glad that you got to see mom. A hug heals a thousand ailments. Does that sound like something out of a fortune cookie? I'm sending you a virtual hug. Be well. I insist. Your friend, Claire. So there we have my poor friend Daniel continuing to trudge it out and my friend Misty who is now preparing for parole. So we'll be looking for advice for her. You know, both Misty and Daniel were struggling with addiction issues. So now Misty will be facing an opportunity, of course, but I think a big challenge. You know, she is um, being released from prison, so she needs to make sure that she's following all of the rules of her parole and getting on the right track when she's out, but also facing her addictions in a new way, um, which, uh, again, I'm not an expert on prison or parole or drug abuse, so I don't know exactly how to give advice except to say that I believe, I believe that my friend Daniel can stay on the right track, keep doing what he's doing, and get a positive result at his parole hearing next year. And I truly believe that my friend Misty is destined for great things as she gets out right in time for Christmas. It's just going to be the most wonderful Christmas gift this year. So I hope that you are all having a great day, that you are also working towards wonderful things. Please tell everyone about the podcast if you're not already. Make sure that you subscribe. And as always, find your own friends in prison.